Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, support in life's hard battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. This is taken from Genesis 3, verses 17 to 19. Have you ever made bread? Sometimes people make bread on special holidays. They say when you're trying to sell your house, You should bake bread or cookies because it'll smell like home. Maybe you try to avoid all the extras that inhabit the mass-produced breads on the store shelves, and you've learned to bake your own. Perhaps dietary restrictions have inspired you to try your hand at it with multiple types of flour and gum, not the chewing kind. Anyway, have you ever tried to make bread from scratch? It's not easy. There are multiple ingredients, specific temperatures, and special timing involved. It's not as easy as pulling a pear off a tree and taking a bite. This was originally the plan. We would live in a garden and enjoy its produce. Eating was as simple as reaching out to grab a fruit or vegetable and directing it to the mouth. When the fall happened, when Adam and Eve sinned, a curse originated. The consequences of that curse were first given to the serpent and the woman. But when God spoke to Adam, the topic of eating came up. No longer would eating be a simple endeavor. Food would still come from creation, the plants, but now the ground was cursed. Battles to eat would involve thorns and weeds, but also pain and hard work. In the midst of the curse, God offers man a gift, bread. By the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread. Bread is primarily made of four ingredients, flour, yeast, water, and salt. These ingredients have to be gathered together to make bread. Grains had to be planted and tended until they were ready to harvest. Then after the harvest, they still had to be ground down into a finer substance. Salt 
must be found in the ground or through evaporation of briny water. This requires intention, time, and sweat. Water must be found and carried accordingly. It may also need to be warmed, for the yeast can be pretty demanding. In trying to research the origins of yeast, I discovered that is quite the rabbit trail and not one I'm prepared to take. Perhaps God gave Eve a yeast starter. Yeast is a microorganism in the fungus kingdom, therefore created by God. Adam and Eve must have been given a recipe of some kind, for this is what God gave them to live on. Bread. Not only would people need to grow and harvest ingredients, plus tend to the yeast, they would need to mix the ingredients in the right order at the right temperature. Then the kneading begins. The dough must be worked with the hands over and over again before it is left alone. There must be the perfect amount of working and waiting for the dough to become ready to bake. Then the baking of the bread at the right temperature. This is the basis of sustaining life. It's complicated. Can you imagine Adam and Eve trying to figure this all out? How many batches of yeast were ruined? How many balls of dough never rose? How many were too salty? How many were burnt? The Bible doesn't tell us how long it took them to get it just right. The beginnings of science and art combining to create the very food that will allow survival. I'm thinking there had to be some baking lessons involved here. I bet Jesus looks good in a chef's hat. Okay, I digress. God gave Adam and Eve bread, or the recipe and a bag of ingredients, and some clothes made from animal skins, and sent them out of the garden to begin the hard life of surviving in this world. The next chapter opens with children. We don't know how much time has passed here, but by this time, Eve could probably make bread in her sleep. Bread shows up throughout scripture. Melchizedek's foreshadowing of communion in Genesis 14, 18, when he brings out bread and wine. Manna, the bread rained down from heaven in Exodus 16.4. The directions for setting up the tabernacle included bread signifying the presence of God. That's in Exodus 35.13. In Deuteronomy 8, verse 3, God reminds his people that although bread is necessary for survival, it isn't all they need. Jesus himself quotes this in his battle with Satan in the desert. Man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Jesus breaks bread at the Last Supper. Jesus teaches us to pray in such a way that we realize that just as God gave Adam and Eve the gift of bread, he also provides for us. Paul provides the basis of communion in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 with a special covenant involving bread and wine. There is no doubt that bread is significant. Bread points us to God. 
as the original creator and provider, as all that we need, and the ultimate sacrifice. The act of baking bread reminds us of so much more as we face the challenges before us. The things we need come from a variety of places and require specific care. The atmosphere and timing are intricately involved in the process. When we feel like we are being needed, we can be reminded that the stretching develops strength, and only after this can we rise. The heat of the fire could mean this phase is almost complete. Ultimately, God decides the ingredients, the directions, and the timing. We can resist or allow him to work in our lives. We began in the beginning of the Bible in Genesis. We hopped, skipped, and jumped through the middle. In the last book, the book of Revelation, bread is mentioned once again as a gift. In chapter 2, verse 17, Jesus says, To everyone who is victorious, I will give some of the manna that has been hidden away in heaven. Victory is ahead. Can you, can you smell that? The aroma of baking bread? Let's pray. Jehovah Jireh, our great creator, thank you for the gift of bread. Thank you for the wonderful taste and its sustenance. Thank you for all the lessons you packed into the process of making bread. Thank you for sending Jesus to be the bread of life and the ultimate sacrifice. You truly provide all we need, from the food we eat to the stretching we need to grow. This life does indeed involve pain and hard work, but thank you for always walking with us through it, even through the fire. May we offer up to you the ingredients of our lives, follow your directions, and trust your perfect timing. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.